0: hey guys this is lucia again um how are you guys doing so we have a very special um episode today we are going to be talking about baptism now baptism is another of those crazy buzzwords that you hear throughout the church um and if you go to church for any length of time Baptism is going to be talked about or uh, done, or um, at least at some point you should be hearing this word. Um, So let's talk about it. Let's uh, talk about what it is and why it's important. Is it important? Is it necessary? Um, So, yeah, that's what we're talking about today. So, here we go. Um, So, we're going to look at scripture, as always, to find out what. This whole craziness about baptism is. But before we look at and see um, what baptism is, let's talk about what it's not, okay? Um, Baptism is not salvation. You can be saved and not get baptized, um, but not the other way around. So you can get saved and die and you'll be fine. Um, For example, the Uh, thief on the cross, he got saved, not baptized, and still in heaven with Jesus, Um, but you cannot do it the other way around, you cannot get baptized, and expect that to be your salvation, because it doesn't work that way, Um, the second thing, it's not something that somebody else can choose for you, Uh, so I cannot tell my kid, you need to go get baptized, Uh, it's time for you to get baptized, um, my husband, my pastor, whatever, cannot tell me when I need to get baptized. only I can choose that for myself. Um, and the third thing that baptism is not um, and this one is an, eh, one um, it's not something that you can only do one time. So, if you got saved at eight and you got baptized and then went and lived a life of crazy, chaotic stuff, and then you come back to Christ and you bow your knee again and you want to show this to everybody, you can get baptized again. There's nothing in scripture that says you cannot do it again. Um, But it could also be a one-time event. Um, Some people get saved and get baptized and they live, live their life the way they want. Yeah, not the way they want, the way the Lord wants. And you know, they don't feel like they need to get baptized again. And that's okay too. Um, so the word baptism actually comes from the Greek that means to be immersed. So baptism, when we talk about it, I'm not talking about sprinkling some water on the forehead, it's a full immersion under water. Um, so last week we talked about salvation. And how that is the pivotal point, right? That's when you say, yes, Jesus, I want to receive the free gift that you have purchased for me. Um, And now you have a new creation inside of you. You are a new person inside. So baptism is the next logical step. And um, for that, we're going to go ahead and start with scripture because that's what we do around here, right? We look at scripture. So go with me to the book of Acts um, and we're going to look at chapter 8 and I'm going to read verse 36 and 37. Um, Before I I read it, I'm going to give you a little bit of concept. Uh, There's this guy. He's a very important guy and he's down the road and he's reading his Bible, and he doesn't understand, and Philip comes and starts explaining to him what he's reading, and so that's kind of like the backstory of what's happening here. So, Acts 8, 36 and 37, it says, now as they went down the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, see, here is water, what hinders me from being baptized? And Philip said to him, If you believe in your heart, you may get baptized. He answered and said, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. So Philip encourages this this eunuch, I'm saying that wrong, I'm sorry, um, to get baptized since he knows in his heart that who Jesus is and that he has received the free gift of salvation um so he's like yeah there's no other steps like if you have become a believer in Christ and you have prayed to God and saying hey Jesus I want the free gift of salvation and I will live my life for you from now on the very next step is baptism um like we see on this verse So, baptism is an outward expression of what God has done in your life. Let me explain that. Um, So, when we get baptized, we're publicly declaring that we're followers of Christ. So, let's think about it as a wedding. So, when you love someone and you're engaged and there's that day that shows everybody. You have created a commitment to each other already, right? That's already done. The wedding day is to show your friends and family that you are committed to each other. Not that the commitment is new, um, because up to this point, you have created that commitment. You're just making that statement in front of everybody. Listen, we are publicly announcing that We will be together forever. Okay. So baptism is kind of like that. Uh, You have bow your knees to Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And you want people around you to know that you have done this. Um, The next scripture we're going to look at is Colossians 2.12. And in Colossians 2.12, it says, buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God who who raised him from the dead. So when we, because it's submersion, right? So when you get baptized, you get submerged completely head to toe, dip down. Um, It is kind of like a symbolism of being buried with Jesus, right? And Jesus rose up on the third day. You are being raised out of the waters of baptism. Uh, And it's through faith in the working with what God has already done. Um, So it's this beautiful picture of I am going down in the water and I'm getting cleansed and a new creation is coming. So that's uh the whole symbolism behind the the water in the in the baptismal. Um the next verse is Ephesians 4, 5. Um and I'm going a little bit fast, guys. Um actually. I'm going so fast. I haven't put any of these things up. So I'm going to go ahead and start here. So if you're watching this on video, I'm sorry. I totally forget about the scriptures. There's your first scripture, Acts 8, 36, 37. Your second scripture was Colossians 2, 12. Colossians 2, 12. And then we went... uh, we're going to Ephesians 4 5. Um, Ephesians 4 5. And that one says one Lord, one faith, one baptism. That's simple. Um, salvation in Christianity is simple. It's not easy, it's simple. Um, so, if you're studying something and it's overcomplicated and you're listening to overcomplicated things to try to understand, just remind yourself, no, God has made it understandable. He, God, right, is not a little tiny God that I can put in a box and I completely understand. But what he has done for us and his word. It is simple. Again, not easy, but simple. So we believe in one Lord. We have one faith and one baptism. Okay? That's Ephesians 4 5. Next verse is going to be Romans 6 4. This one says, Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised, again, remember, he died for our sins, and then in the third day, he came back, he was raised. Um, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in the newness of life. So, when we say yes to Jesus, right, we have a new life, guys. New life. It's not a fixer-upper life. It's not a, you know, past life that I'm going to have to put together somehow so that it's acceptable to God. No, 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 none of that. Romans 6, 4 even so that we should walk in the newness of life. We have new life in Christ, you guys. We have new life in Christ. I don't know how many people need to hear this. Um, We are conquerors because we have new life in Christ. Yeah, the victory is ours. Um, And how exciting is that? And that means a lot of stuff, and we'll go over different topics. but I want you to know today, if you have bowed your knee to Jesus and you believe in one God, one faith, one baptism, you have new life. And everything that you've ever done has been forgiven. All your sins are gone. They're they're forgiven. They're forgiven. Um, so you don't have to worry about them and stress out and There's consequences to sin, and that's not taken away. But the sin itself was buried with Jesus. So, yeah, it's so exciting. Um, The next passage is going to be from Acts. And I don't know if I've told you guys this, but Acts is my favorite book in the Bible. It's so good. Um, Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Then Peter said to them, repent and let everyone of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So when we get baptized, we have remission of sin. I know, it's so cool. Um, and we have the free gift of the Holy Spirit. So God says, listen, you can't do it on your own. I already know you can't do it on your own. So I'm going to pay the dues that you owe me. And it's free. You just have to accept it. Um, But I know you can't do that by yourself. So I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit to help you with that. Because we can't do it without him. Right? <laughs> and he's so willing to help us, guys. Um, He is so... So in love with you and me that he's not only willing to die for us as if that wasn't enough, but he's willing to help us in all of our mess and all of our crazy. He's right there with us. It just it is so good. God is so so good. Um we can't even begin to understand why he's doing. Except for the amount of love he loves he has for us. But I don't think we even are able to understand the love he has for us. All right, you guys. So, the next thing, the next verse is going to be Matthew. Matthew 28, 19. So, Matthew 28, 19. Um, this is after we've received salvation. Of our sins, and we're going to declare it to the world through baptism. Um, And Jesus not only tells us about getting baptized, but he gives us marching orders. Think of yourself as a soldier for Christ, and this is your marching orders. Are you ready? Listen to this Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, in the Holy Spirit. That's it. That's your marching orders. If there's nothing else that you are going to get out of the Bible, because there's a lot of other things. But if there's nothing else, if you are like the Bible's too complicated, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I got saved. I'm baptized, but I, I don't I don't know what my calling is. I don't know what God wants for me. This is it. This right here, Matthew 28, 19. Go and make disciples. that's it. <laughs> um, we all have different callings for different things, but the one thing that is for every Christian that has ever lived this is the one thing. this is the one thing we all have in common, and there's many different churches and denominations and We'll talk about all that. Um, it's, it's part of the things that I'm going to talk about. But the one thing we all have in common is this verse, go and make disciples. So if you have been a Christian for 10 minutes or 10 years or, you know, five decades, and you're like, I don't know what God wants out of me or wants from me, this, this is your marching orders. Um, so, as part of the army of God, your marching orders are go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations. And discipling people doesn't mean you have to go to Timbuktu. Um, it means your circle of influence, whoever that is, uh, your kids, your spouse, your coworker, your neighbors. Uh, your friends from, I don't know, uh, tennis, whomever your circle of influence is, your marching orders is go and make disciples of them. Go tell them about Jesus, go tell them about what Jesus has done for them, because this gift is not just for you and me. It's for anyone that wants it. Um. So. If you are in some circles, this is called the Great Commission. I like to call it my marching orders, um, just because of, I don't know, I'm not military, but I was when God built me, uh, he had a sense of humor. He built me like a warrior personality on a little tiny under five feet package. Um, he He's just funny like that. But so I see it as my matching odors. If you're a believer, you must be doing what Jesus said. Um, he didn't say, go do what you feel like doing. Go um, get it, get everything together. And once you're all put together and perfect, come back and uh, make disciples. He didn't say any of that. He said, once you believed in me, go and make disciples. So. Um, so yeah, it seems like I kind of went really fast on that one. Um, all the scriptures are put in the video um, if you don't know yet, uh transformed by his word, we have a Facebook page and every day I put one of the scriptures that we used for the podcast so if you were taking notes and I went too fast, I am so sorry, but you can go check out the Facebook page and they will be there. Um also if you're listening and you haven't subscribed to the channel, please do so. It helps me figure out whether or not um I need to continue doing these. If you guys are liking the info. If you have any questions or comments, um as always if I said anything that it's kind of questionable to you here's my email address L G O S S -S 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 at transformbyhisword.org again l g o s s at transformbyhisword.org um if you want to find out what i am doing um i am a biblical counselor That's you know small business and trying to put this things together um there's more information about what I do at TransformByHisWord.org. That's my website. Um, like, subscribe, send me messages, um, ask a questions. I have put a list of my next few podcasts, if you will. And I have a lot of really cool topics that I'm going to be um, talking about and sharing with you guys there's a lot of research that i'm doing before i get to that point just because i want to give you the right information um but i just want to give you a couple of them um so yeah i'm going to be talking about things like community service and truth and like i said earlier the different churches and why is there so many churches what's up with that heaven hell anxiety depression i'm going to be covering all those all those things um so yeah, if you like this and you have not subscribed, subscribe, like, uh, share with your friends. My goal is not to have, you know, 20, 30, 40 people that go to church and like this stuff. Uh, my goal is to get this word out to people that might not even know they're looking for Jesus. Um, or people that just got saved and know, don't know what to do next. Uh, so my message is for those people more so than the people that have been in church for a long time and know everything, you know? So if you like my content, share it uh, with your friends. I would appreciate it very much. All right, you guys, I think that is it for today. Um, Next week, we're going to be talking about prayer. Uh, that's going to be a fun one. Starting next week, I am going to start giving you resources. And by resources, obviously, the Bible is my main resource, but I'm going to start giving you books um, on, diff- on the different topics. That way, if you want to dig in a little deeper, uh, you can do that. Um, and I think that's it for today. You guys have a great day. Bye.